Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Stay for the D podcast. I'm Yesenia, your unorganized, shitty host. (laughs) I say unorganized because I never know what the hell I'm doing. I just start talking. Today, though, today I have a couple things I want to talk about and cover. And hopefully I get to them all and I don't just, like, ramble. Eventually, I'll find my way back around. (laughs) Um, But guys, we are in the month of June. June is Pride Month. And I want to talk about this. I want to talk about Pride Month. Because sometimes I feel like people mention it and they're like, oh, happy Pride. And like, that's it. Which is fine. You know, it's great. I'm glad that people do bring attention to it. But I want to I want to talk a little bit more. Um so yeah pride pride month what is like gay pride like what does that mean right so if you look it up on the good old google (laughs) says gay pride or lgbt pride is the promotion of the self-affirmation dignity equality and increased visibility of lesbian gay bisexual and transgender people as a social group so yeah (laughs) um but as we know like what what do we call it in an acronym i'm i'm stupid today is that what like that is an an acronym (laughs) um as we know if i'm using the correct word an acronym (laughs) um it's gotten a lot longer right so it's not just like lgbt like now we're like lgbtq plus or lgbtqia and so we know that all of those letters in this acronym stand for something so lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer intersex asexual or allies so i know there's all of that and then I mean there's a lot of things that we other identifiers that we honor as well I myself identify as pansexual and I know that's something that not too many people are familiar with or have heard of um and for the longest time I didn't even really have a word for my sexual orientation I used to be like I just like people I like people for who they are. If it ends up being a guy, it's a guy. If it's a girl, it's a girl. Like, whatever. If you're cool, I like you. Um, And I didn't ever have a word for it. And I remember one time I was in college. And I was in a class where one of the activities that we did was, like, stand with a partner and tell them all of the cultures that you identify with. So, like almost anything can be a culture right so for me I would at the time I was like okay I'm a college student um I'm Mexican-American I'm first generation um I'm a woman just things like that right like outlining all of these cultures that you belong to and so I remember my partner was my instructor (laughs) for class um and when my instructor went went first so they were saying like all of the different things they identified with and then they were like I'm pansexual 
Now, I had heard the word like maybe one time before that. And when she said it, it clicked to me what that meant. I was like, um, like if I'm remembering correctly, the context in which I heard this word, I think that's what that means. And I think that applies to me. So when it was then my turn, I was like, you know, I'm pansexual. I like, I just like people. I like them for who they are. That's when she was like, yeah, totally. Me too. Um, so like my best way of describing it to people these days is I just say I'm open to the idea that I can find love with anyone. Um, and it doesn't matter what their gender is, you know, whether it's their biological gender, whether it's their, like, physical because whatever you are physically can be different from what you were you are biologically what you were born as um that doesn't matter to me if you if you look up pansexual it'll probably say something along the lines of like gender identity and gender expression aren't really a factor in who you date um some of the like funny sayings when it comes to pansexuals is like hearts not parts so I like people for who they are not what is between their legs um but being that I just kind of mentioned gender identity and gender expression I want to get a little bit into those things because those are two different things so your gender identity obviously is like the gender you identify with um so that's like this is who I am this is what who I feel I am this is what I want everyone to see me as so the good old google (laughs) tells us that gender identity is defined as a personal conception of oneself as male or female This concept is intimately related to the concept of gender role, which is defined as the outward manifestations of personality that reflect the gender identity. Basically, again, this is the the gender I, I am. I'm male or I'm female or I'm non-binary. It, right? So that's your gender identity. Your gender expression good old Google again. (laughs) Google says gender expression is the way in which a person expresses their gender identity, typically through their appearance, dress, and behavior. So your gender expression will be either masculine or feminine. So I, my gender identity, I am female. But my gender expression sometimes is more masculine, which just roughly translates to sometimes I dress in more in clothing that society views as more for men, right? So when going back to being pansexual, your gender expression is not something that matters to me either. So I can be attracted to a masculine female 
a feminine female, a masculine male, a feminine male. Like, literally, if I like you, I like you. (laughs) So, I know sometimes it's a little bit confusing for people, but just sum it back up to that cute little saying, hearts, not parts, and and there you go. (laughs) If you've learned anything, hearts, not parts. Um, and so I keep my pansexual flags up in, I'm, I'm very proud. So like at my job, at my desk, I do have a pansexual flag and I have a like really big one in, um, my spare bedroom here at home. So the pansexual flag is pink, yellow, and blue like stripes so the pink represents women or feminine right the blue is like male or masculine and the yellow is in between both of those and the yellow kind of represents everything in between so that's of course the non-binary or the like gender fluid um more androgynous or trans individuals whether you be male to female female to male so it just is the inclusion of all of that stuff in between you know not just a flat out I'm female I'm male it's however you identify I might be rambling on in my explanation but I don't know I feel like a lot of the times like as I said in the beginning we're kind of like put put it out there we're like hey cool and then don't give any further information um I just wanted to give a little bit of background a little bit of education like hey I do identify with this culture I am a part of the LGBTQ community um this is what I identify as if you're not familiar with this this is what it means so it's just it's just trying to put the info out there (laughs) um but again so just kind of going back to some of these things I just think it's important for us to like educate when we can right um that's what I try to do on a daily basis I would consider myself an advocate for the LGBTQ community Um, The profession that I am is a helping profession. I do work with the public. Um, And sometimes the the individuals I work with are different. They identify different, right? Um, So I would identify myself as like a safe person for them to come to with those things. Um, I... without saying too much, I work with kids, mostly teenagers. And so I definitely am an advocate and an ally to the LGBTQ youth that I work with. Um, I want them to feel as comfortable as possible. We do live in a society that's becoming more progressive and accepting, but there are still individuals that are not. There's still some that are closed-minded. And to be a teen who's already dealing with a lot like teen issues growing and figuring yourself out and then to be questioning 
maybe your gender identity or your sexual orientation, it's tough and it can sometimes be very lonely. Um, So if there aren't too many supportive people in their life, I want to be one of them. Um, So that's like, that's something that I'm like super passionate about. So again, it being Pride Month, I'm like, yo, we're going to talk about this. (laughs) I want to talk about pride. Um, Yeah, and you know, I was thinking, it's funny, I had somebody message me today telling me like how amazing and intelligent of a person that I am and this is a guy that I like hung out with once and I decided in that one time we hung out I was not attracted to him and I didn't want really anything to do with him I didn't want to pursue it further um and why do I say this because the reason or the thing that happened that like instantly flipped a switch in my head where I was like I don't like you and this is never gonna work is because it was something in relation to views about the LGBTQ community somehow bisexuality came up um and he he basically said that he felt that bisexuality in men is not a thing like a man that's attracted to men is just gay he's not bi he's gay and I was like "Mm, nope not accurate a bisexual man can be very much attracted to women just as much as he's attracted to men so you're gonna say yeah, it's a thing for a woman to be bisexual, but not for a man. That doesn't make any sense. You sound ignorant. Um, and the thing is, I didn't even argue this with him. I was like, well, not true. This is this is the case. Um, but I let him just have his ideas, right? I was like, well, that's how you feel. And this is this is how I feel. This is where I stand. We're not going to agree and that's okay. I'm not going to fight you on it because I can talk until I'm blue in the face and you're probably still going to think the way that you do. But I put it out there that, hey, I don't agree with that. That's To me, that's not right. So yeah, like immediate turn off for me and I was like, yeah, you're not somebody that I want anything to do with because we're always going to clash on something like that. Um, my best friend is a bisexual male. So you feeling that way? No, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> um, so I, it was just kind of funny that today, like, he sent me this message trying to, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to save face or something. I actually want to read it. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, he was complimenting me, like, giving me my my props, but... He said, just wanted to tell you, you're fucking dope. Don't let anyone tell you or make you feel any different. I was like, thanks, but where is this coming from? He said, truthfully, I had this vision of who I thought you were going to be from the jump. I love the fact that you are, you're you no matter what. Love the fact that you're not afraid to speak your mind. After you left that day, I was just like, where the fuck did she come from? I didn't know how to approach you for a couple days. Just know you are one of a kind. I fuck with you heavy. You left my house flyer than when you walked in. Hella respect for you. 
I got stuck on the fact that he said he had a vision of who he thought I would be. I was like, what was that? What was that vision? He said, I judged you based off of what I saw on social media, but the real you is fucking intelligent beyond what I thought. Took me a little time to gather my thoughts, but you deserve to know. I said, everyone makes assumptions. How can you tell who I really am through a post that you look at for a few seconds and then scroll past? It is what it is, but thank you. He said, woman, you're dope, period. Please don't let anything bring you down. People make the same assumptions about me, so I was wrong in doing so to you. If I could rewind that day, I would have done a few things different. He then went on to say, something I did or said turned you completely off, but you kept a game face while you were at my house, so I was surprised by your reaction when I reached out to you. That's when I said, yeah, I know what specifically turned me off. And we got into the the discussion about what he had said. Um, I just said, I don't, but I don't think it needs to be discussed, right? We have different views on bisexuality. We don't need to talk about it. He said, let me explain. I was a little brash with my explanation. First off, let me say this. Never have I judged or will I ever judge someone for their sexual identity. It's not my place. That's where I was like, I don't even care about anything you're saying after this. (laughs) Because to me, when you come with the statement of, I would never judge. It's not my place to judge. It gives the indication that there is something to be judged. Like, there's something to be judged here, but I won't judge you. Like, that's not necessarily a, a wording like I I know sometimes when when people when someone right confides in another individual and they come out to them I know the other the person on the other end doesn't mean harm when they say hey I don't judge but this is why that statement's wrong because again it gives the indication that there is something to be judged for And when someone is vulnerable in saying, this is who I am, saying, hey, I don't judge, it's like, well, someone will judge you, but I won't. And that's not a good feeling. So where I went is I took this to be another educating moment and I let him know, like, that's not necessarily the appropriate response to someone who identifies differently. It may hurt them. I didn't let this become an argument. I didn't get aggressive. I didn't say anything hurtful. I just used it as a like, you said this, and this is not what I agree with. And right now with your explanation, this is a statement that you put out there. And I just want you to know, don't use those words when speaking to individuals that are confiding in you with this information educating I took the time to educate you know when I could have been petty as fuck because sometimes I am that way but you know I'm I'm trying to do better I'm trying to do better anyway (laughs) oh gosh enough about that enough about that another thing that I wanted to touch on father's it's father's day weekend you know Um, and I was talking to somebody today who is a dad and he was saying like, 
I'm going to be off work on Monday. Like, I'm probably going to be drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm celebrating me. I'm celebrating me. And I was like, okay, you know what? (laughs) Just because you a dad don't mean you got to do all of that. I was just joking, though. But then he mentioned to me, he was like, did you know, like, Father's Day, like, on the list of holidays that are, like, most widely celebrated, Father's Day is, like, way low on the list. He's like, you know, the first is, like, Christmas, and then it's, like, you know, all these other holidays, Mother's Day, and then he was like, Arbor Day. Like, why is Arbor Day celebrated more than Father's Day? (laughs) And he was like, what does that even mean, Arbor Day? Like, what is that? Trees? Arbol? Is it like Arbol trees? And I was like, actually, yeah, like, I think Arbor Day is about trees. That's funny. People care about trees more than they care about dads. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the men that are fathers. Like, let me let me just look that up and like confirm. Yeah, Arbor Day is a day dedicated annually to public tree planting. I mean, trees are important, but as a society, apparently, we care about them more than we do dads than we do fathers. Um, <laughs> you know, and there's just like those memes that it's like, hey, for Mother's Day, this is how it's celebrated. Like the mother's taken out to breakfast and bought gifts and she's like pampered. She doesn't have to do anything. And Father's Day is usually a barbecue where the dad is barbecuing. <laughs> and honestly, that's accurate. Accurate as fuck. Like I know... In my household growing up, Mother's Day, we definitely would go to breakfast. We would go to, like, a Mexican restaurant for breakfast. Like, that's what my dad would want to do. And then we would, like, go back home, chill. If my dad wanted to barbecue, like, again and have people over, then that's what we would do. And then Father's Day, yeah, like, my dad wants to have a barbecue and celebrate, but that means my dad's doing the cooking. And it's like shit like you won't even get to relax on your day (laughs) um it's yeah it's funny and I get this year I mean Father's Day is a little it's a little different for me this year so Mother's Day I didn't do anything I'm actually at odds with my mom right now we're not talking so I didn't see or speak to her on Mother's Day Um, and growing up, I wasn't always very close to my dad. Um, my dad has his own set of issues. He's not a perfect person. Sometimes I felt like it was difficult to talk to him, so I would just avoid it. Um, so we didn't ever go out of our way for Father's Day. But now that I am an adult and I, like, live on my own, I've grown closer to my dad. Um, I've I've realized that my dad is an approachable person. I can have conversations with him. And the love that my dad gives is unconditional. Um, no matter what, he's never changed. He's never wavered on anything. Like, 
and he's the same to me and my siblings. He's clear across the board and very fair. And so, you know, now that we've gotten a lot closer, I've maintained a better relationship with him. This is the Father's Day where I'm like, what are we doing for my dad? You know, I remember a couple of days ago talking to my sister and I was like, hey, Father's Day is this weekend. What are we going to do? She was like, oh, yeah, I know. I was thinking maybe we'll get together um, and, you know, we'll like cook something and, you know, your dad will come over and we'll do that. So it's like the first time that we're like, we're we're doing something for you. This is about you. Um, I, I think my dad is truly an amazing person. My dad, he, he is an alcoholic. He does, he does have a problem. And I think that's affected the way that he parented maybe. Um, but as I grew older, I also came to the realization that I think my mom, kind of prevented him from being the parent that he wanted to be. So she would step in a lot and wouldn't allow my dad to discipline when he needed to. She would kind of undermine him, which then led us to not really respect him. Um, and then she kind of put in our heads this idea of the kind of person that my dad was. Every time they were at odds, we heard negative things about him. And because he sounded like such a bad person, like, and this was coming from my mom, right? Like, why would I not believe my mom? So, because he sounded so bad, I just didn't attempt to be close to him. And when I finally moved out of that situation, and then I had my own talks with my dad, again, I realized that he is so loving and has the biggest heart ever. Um... And my dad is somebody that I can sit down with and will legitimately give me his views on things, his advice, and what he feels is best. And he will say, and he, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You know, at the end of the day, things are your decision. But as your dad, I can just offer you advice. And that to me is amazing. You know, I, I thought he was one way growing up. And again, like I said, he has his flaws, but when it comes to genuinely being a father and giving that love, he's, he's amazing. He's great. Um, and that reminds me of like one of my more recent conversations with him. So I had started a full sleeve of tattoos on my arm, right? And so I started a Japanese-style sleeve. And my dad had not seen me in person, like, for a while. So then he sees me and, like, right away, arm has, like, craziness going on. I can tell when he saw it, his face changed, but he didn't say anything about it. And then when I saw him, like, two weeks later, he then got into this conversation of, like, you know, 
you didn't ask me if you can get these tattoos and that's okay because you don't you're not supposed to ask me you don't have to ask me I'm your dad you don't really need my permission and he was like you know but if you had come to me and you had said hey dad what do you think about this I would have given you my honest opinion but you're more than welcome to do anything that you want to do um he said how proud of me he was because I had built a life for myself he's like you know you went to school you graduated you got a career you live completely on your own you bought a home like you manage everything on your own you don't ever ask anyone for help so who would I ever be to tell you you couldn't do something like that with your own body which honestly meant so much to me because my dad is your traditional Mexican dad like he's from Mexico and has what I considered for a long time some old views right and I was like my dad doesn't like tattoos and he's gonna be angry but you know what I he's gonna have to get over it like I can't wash him off so when he told me like you know, you can do anything that you want to do. Maybe it's not something that I would want to see you do, but you've literally built a life for yourself. So who am I to tell you what to do? And that's when I was like, my, my dad is fucking amazing because he's like, praising me in all of this right he's like man you can you can do whatever you want I'm not gonna be mad at you you've done everything that I've ever asked you to do and I'm proud of you as a woman so eh, that makes me a little bit emotional so you know getting back around to it yeah it being Father's Day weekend it's like I really do want to honor and celebrate my dad and I think as a society we should probably be better about that you know even if it's not your biological dad because I fully believe that our families are what we make them like and it consists of who we love and care about so you might not have a biological father around but if you have somebody that is a father figure to you and has guided you or you know whatever like they've been an important person in your life like definitely they should be celebrated um we we're obviously like given these families like there's families that we're born into but I feel I truly feel like we make our families so you know celebrate the dads the dads matter they mean something okay Let's stop throwing them off to the side. <laughs> um, but then that kind of brings me to, you know, my dad saying like how proud he was of me, of all these things that I've done. And I was thinking back to 2020 and kind of what I did with that year. Because, I mean, we all know like we've lived through a pandemic, right? So it was fucking hectic. But... I was journaling a lot in like 2019 
And so at the start of 2020, I actually have a journal entry. It's dated January 3rd, 2020. It says goals for 2020. So I had written out goals for myself. (laughs) I wrote, only eat out once a week or every other week. (laughs) And that sounds funny, but I was, mm, fast food was my best friend at the time. I, I wrote on here, work out more. Get back on track with drinking water. Because, man, I was bad about that. I would go, like, days without water. And that's fucking disgusting. (laughs) I said, continue saving money. Be more organized at work. And I remember, I didn't write this in here. But I said at the beginning of 2020, I was like, this year, I will either buy a home or become a mom. That sounds like crazy, right? Like, it was one of the two I'm gonna do one of them (laughs) but anyway when I look at these goals I'm like I really wrote these down looked at them like I gave myself an actual visual of them and was like I'm fucking doing that I'm gonna do that so in 2020 I had stopped eating out completely And some people will be like, well, the pandemic, we couldn't eat out anywhere. Yes, but everything started being closed down in March. I started this in January. So that was already two months where I didn't eat out at all. And so how many how many days is it like to to start a to create a new habit? Um, Let me let me look this up because I need confirmation. Um. Yeah, so already, I I had already created this for myself. Like, I had already cut it out and was good. Didn't feel like I needed it. Pandemic just helped, right? Like, if I ever wanted to be like, I want pho. Nah, bitch, the restaurant is not open. You can't. (laughs) You can't go. Um, Days to create a habit. So it can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days. Man, that's a long ass time. But on average, 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic. Okay, so I had already created that behavior for myself. I said work out more. So yeah, I started hitting the gym January of 2020. Anybody that knows me and follows me on social media, I definitely stuck to that shit. Even when the gyms were closed, I was working out like twice a day, every day. Um, I had lost like 15 pounds. I had gotten like some pretty nice abs. I was, I was doing the damn thing. Get back on track with drinking water. So when I stopped eating out and I started working out more, I also cut out sugary drinks. Um, and then I think being active as well I was like well dude I'm fucking running on a treadmill of course I'm thirsty (laughs) um but I was drinking a lot of water I like really I really picked up on that and to this day I still drink pretty a really healthy amount of water and I'm so thankful for that I'm thankful that I really took my health into consideration and was like I gotta change something continue saving money so not to like put out all this 
crazy info, but in the year 2020, so in a 12-month span, I saved $12,000. That sounds insane, but that's, if you look at it, like $1,000 a month, yeah, I saved a whole lot, but you also have to consider, so the beginning of the year, you know, I filed taxes and I got my tax return, didn't spend it. Then we got a stimulus check, right? The first one that was $1,200. I didn't spend it. Um, then I was home, like working from home every day for months. I wasn't spending on gas money. I also had cut out fast food, okay, and eating out. So I'm not spending money there. I cut out sugary drinks. So I ain't spending money at Starbucks. I'm drinking water. That shit can come from the tap. <laughs> So you have to understand how easy it got to save money. It was like, man, this shit easy as fuck. Where am I going and what am I doing? I'm not spending anything. I told myself to be more organized at work. I don't know if I did that in 2020. I think maybe that's a 2021 thing. But anyway, and then the goal that I didn't write down, right, that I said I was either going to be a mom or I was going to buy a home. I bought a home. I closed on my house in December of 2020. And that was made possible by these written goals, right? Like all of these kind of like go together, right? So I'm saying like I was able to save all of this money because I wasn't eating out and I was drinking more water and like I was on top of my health and because I saved all of this money I was able to buy a home um and I think this is not to brag this is just putting out there like I think when we really set goals for ourselves, and like I said like I wrote them down and I could see them and say like this is what I'm going to do I think having a visual of what you want to get done really, really helps. Um, You know, and then I said, I don't know, a couple weeks ago in a social media post of mine, I was talking about how like today I was proud of myself because like I got up, I got ready for work, I prepped like my breakfast and my lunch and then I got home and I cooked dinner and I did yard work and I showered and then I had my dinner, I cleaned up my kitchen, and I was like done for the day. So I started my day at 5 a.m. and did all of this, and I'm proud of myself for that. And I said, we need to celebrate the, the small successes, right? Because oftentimes we're like, I have this goal, and I'm not at that goal yet. But you're not you're not taking the time to look at the fact that like you made it through today and you made it through this little day-to-day bullshit on your way to that big goal so it's like the small things that I did today are going to have an effect on my tomorrow so you gotta you gotta celebrate everything celebrate the small successes that's why I was like no I'm fucking proud of myself because I did everything I told myself I was gonna do today you know, and so looking back at these goals, I'm like, some of these were so little, but they were needed, like they were necessary for my greater success. I, 
I'm also glad that I took my health into consideration and was like, I'm going to work out. I'm not going to eat unhealthy. I'm going to drink water because that in turn helped my mental health. Because if I ate like shit, I felt like shit. Not just like physically, right? Because it does slow you down. But then like mentally, I was like fucked because I would look in the mirror and I was like, I don't really like what I see. And that was a, like, that came directly from what I was doing. Like, I wasn't treating myself good, so am I going to feel or look good? I'm not going to look the way I want to, and I'm not going to feel the way I want to. So, why, why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because I definitely want to encourage people to be goal-oriented and again to be proud of yourself for the little things because it's all of those little steps that lead you to your your end goal your bigger thing um and I don't want people to be like oh my god like this is what I want to accomplish and it's going to take so long and it it probably won't happen because sometimes we think that it's not going to happen forgetting that like worst we're on that path we're on that journey it takes some time and then eventually when you get there and you look back you're like fuck I thought I was never gonna be able to do this I thought I was never gonna be here it's in the it's the work that you put in day to day it's in that be be proud of yourself be happy am I rambling am I saying too much at this point, do I sound like a broken record? Are people like, man, bitch, shut up. You just bragging. <laughs> no, no. I don't ever put any of this information out there to brag. It's honestly just like, if anybody's wondering how I got here and wants to get there themselves, this this is what I did. I like to like serve as an inspiration to people. There's so many people that are like, you're my inspiration for this or you're my inspiration for that. And I think that's amazing. And that's amazing. That stuff sometimes even makes me feel better than what I've accomplished for myself. Because I'm setting an example for others and others are like, damn, I, w- I want to do that. And I think that's amazing. When I first started working out and I was like seeing a difference in my body and people being like, damn, I want the gains to be like yours. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking amazing. And that's what motivated me to keep going like even more. Because I was like, there's people that are getting into this because they see the progress I've made. You know, be feeling like I'm successful at my job. People are like, oh, you inspire me. And like, that's a career path I'm choosing and what advice would you give to me and I'm like holy fuck like my journey and the things that I say and that I do are inspiring somebody somebody wants to be just like me they want to do the job that I do because they've heard about my experiences and they've seen how passionate I am and they want to do that that shit is amazing that's a feeling like no other when somebody sees something you do and is like, I want to be like you. Like, fuck. You know, and 
that's that's coming from my peers right and like I would also hope that the, the kids that I work with see that as well that they want to be that too and that's why I I try my best to continue being this strong person and strong in the way that I am like self-loving right like I love myself I'm confident I'm on this constant journey of like really loving me and I I hope that I can like reach these kids and they can see that and they can love them you know they can love themselves they can strive for all of these great things because they know that it's possible so yeah I don't know now now I'm just like shut the fuck up you said you've done enough talking for today <laughs> I've done enough right so part of this was some rambling maybe part of this was some education maybe something that you can relate to um, maybe some inspiration but again that is that is the goal here right um we're gonna go on a journey we're talking about so many different things and this this podcast might bring different people different feelings you might pull a different message from it than the next person but that's okay that's great that's what I want I want everybody to stay for the D (laughs) I had to get corny right I had to throw it back in there because we all know the D and stay for the D is discussion so we're here to discuss and whatever we pull from it whatever our views are however we take it whatever we think the the final message is that's great it's all, it's all good, you know? Um, but that's all I have. That's all I have for this week. So, guys, love yourselves. That's going to be my message for this one. Love yourselves. It's Pride Month. And we, we got to love ourselves and love everybody else. So, thank you. Thank you for joining me this week. I'll see you next week.